Welcome to Mike's Take, an informed and opinionated view of the world of sport. Hi guys and welcome to another edition of Mike's Take and we are speaking or talking about Zimbabwe rugby, Zimbabwe junior rugby to be specific. Now there's been outrage from rugby fans after it surfaced on social media that players selected for the under 18 Capricorn 7's international tournament in Vindok are being asked to fork out over a thousand US dollars for the trip to Namibia. That's according to the official letter of selection sent to parents on the 17th of January and signed off by Nyasha Muchocho me the Zimbabwe under 18 sevens team manager the tournament which will be held on the 28th and 29th of February will feature the hosts Namibia South Africa Botswana Zambia Germany as well as Zimbabwe the exact figure that parents have been asked to trump up is 1061 US dollars and is broken down as follows the air ticket on South African Airways is pegged at 671 dollars while the remaining 390 dollars will cover coaches flight additional accommodation and kit now this is a system that has been going on for years and years with parents having to fund their children whenever they are in national colors while in years gone by and in better times this may have been overlooked this year it comes under scrutiny as the Zimbabwe economy is struggling and only the privileged retain the capacity or the ability to trump up the amounts being asked for by Zimbabwe rugby now historically one gets to wonder how many talented children have fallen by the wayside because they came from modest backgrounds and could not afford to pay their way into national colors. How extensive is the union selection process when you know a certain segment of society and the schools they patronize cannot afford the investment required to play for Zimbabwe? So many questions that need answering from the Zimbabwe Rugby Union. Now, there are those that would argue that it's a necessary investment because the union is underfunded and doesn't have the money. But whose fault is that? Whose responsibility is it? And at whose doorstep does it fall? Only one answer to all those questions, the Zimbabwe Rugby Union. Now, if we ever needed any evidence of Zimbabwe rugby's staggering incompetence, this is it. It cannot be the job of players selected for national duty to fund themselves or source sponsorship. It's a failure on the part of the union that they have been unable to unlock the value of their code and establish meaningful corporate partnerships that will take care of those logistical costs. And why do they even have to buy tickets for the coaches? Are the coaches not traveling for the same reasons as the players that's representing Zimbabwe? It only stands to reason that if the children have to fund themselves, so must the coaches who are employed and salaried individuals. Now, let's put aside the financial arguments for a moment and touch on the moral aspects and implications of it all. Have we turned selection to play age-grade rugby in Zimbabwe colors the preserve of the elite schools? Have we put in place a system open to corruption and manipulation by demanding that children pay for not only themselves, but also fund the coaching staff? Now, I've had an off-the-record chat with a couple of parents whose children are scheduled to be on this tour to Namibia, and they raise their concerns, but they are unwilling to raise their voices lest their children become victims of the inevitable fallout. They fear falling out of the union could mean their child falling out of contention. It's a ridiculous position to put any parent in. Then there's the elephant in the room and the question that most people are asking. What happened to the old mutual sponsorship? 
What has old Misho been sponsoring over the years when players have had to fund their own way and keep when on national duty? Those are questions that both the union and Old Mutual must answer to either clear the air or inform the public. After all, the sport belongs to the people and those tasked with running it do so for the good of the sport and on behalf of the biggest stakeholder in any given sport. That's the fans. More and more questions. How much is the Old Mutual sponsorship? How are the funds being spent? After all, it's Old Mutual's name on the shirt that we see and yet Zimbabwe Rugby's junior teams operate as though they don't have any sponsorship. Come to think of it, does the Old Mutual sponsorship even still exist? We need answers. But no matter which way you choose to look at it, you can't run away from the fact that much of the responsibility for the shenanigans happening at Zimbabwe Rugby lies squarely on the shoulders of the union. Let's think about that breakdown again, guys. The kids are paying for their own flights, accommodation, for the coaches and even for their kit. So what exactly is the union's investment? And if the union is failing to meet the most basic of costs, one wonders if the players who go on national duty are even covered medically. I suspect not and any injury that befalls any of these kids will likely be the problem of their parents. Zimbabwe is a challenging environment to work in, that's granted, but administrators are elected into office not to maintain the status quo, but to improve the game and find solutions for existing problems. The Zimbabwe Rugby Union has shown that it has neither the capacity or the scruples to do so. They are bereft of ideas with their only play, pretty much like most associations in Zimbabwe sport, being to muzzle dissenting voices and to stave off the challenges of those desiring the offices they hold. That's my take. Mike's take. Now, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Mike's take and to tell somebody. Don't forget. You can follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Madoda or catch him every weekday on ZFM Sports.